Hello, everybody. I'm Dr. Connor Hogan, PhD. You're welcome to The Doc Connor Show. Confident male traits versus non-confident men traits or male traits. Men, male, hmm, the male man, who knows? What is confidence for a man? Well, we've got 10 things to bring you today. 10 things that will make you more confident, make you feel more confident and be more confident. Essentially, it is within you. Confidence is natural. So why not be yourself? Being yourself truly is being confident. If everybody was confident, we wouldn't have to speak about lack of confidence. Why? Because confidence is natural. What is natural? It is you. So let's just go with the flow here. Dress well. Dress like you want to speak to the world in this moment. So speak about like dressing well. What is it that you feel comfortable in? Okay, if you go to a nine to five job, you might actually have to wear a shirt. What a big drag, hey? You gotta wear a shirt. But you know what? If you're wearing a shirt, wear a nice one. But not just a nice shirt. Wear a shirt that suits you. Okay, you might know exactly what suits you. Well then, just ask a friend. Does this color look better than this color? Does this shape accentuate myself? Or does this shape? Do you have to go overboard on it? No. But for goodness sake, iron it. Please make sure it's clean and make sure you dress well, not just with a shirt if it's a nine to five, but also dress well with regard to your appearance insofar as brushing your hair or cutting your hair, grooming yourself. Be clean. This is what you need to be to reward who? Yourself. Why? Because this is the very best version of yourself. And essentially that's what you are. You're trying to be the best version of yourself. So why not show it? I'm not talking about getting a facelift. You don't need it. You've got a lovely face, I'm sure. But remember to dress well. 10 habits of this. There's 20 habits. There's 100 habits. I can go on about these if you like. Just comment below and I will give you more tips on that. But release, realize even that less is more and that value is within yourself. Just buy smartly and, you know, have confidence in what you dress, but be clean. Next, make sure you speak well. There is absolutely no need for bad language. Why do you need to have bad language? There is absolutely no need for it. If you're clever enough with your language, if you have enough in your diction, you can use words that emphasize bad words in other types of words, sentences, paragraphs, stories, and so on. Because this is what people really like. If you want to be funny, you just don't need to use bad language. Bad language is for dummies. I mean, after all, good language is the way language was dictated so that we could communicate from one person to the other. So use good language, but use it in a clever way. You can use language to write. You can use language as you read. So use language and speak well. Being articulate is a gift, but it's a gift that you can gift yourself. So learn it by speaking better. Listen to yourself. Speak louder. Speak clearer. Speak lower if needs be. But remember that it's a communication strategy that you can use to help yourself to be better for yourself. 
Creating well-formed sentences is also really important. People just don't want to hear us speaking without the the at the beginning of the sentence or without the pause if it's a comma, it's a full stop that really should be, you know, spoken in a certain way or written in a certain way also. We have to use that articulation and a fluency of our language. I mean, come on, if we can't even speak in one language our own native tongue, how are we supposed to learn another language? As for street lingo, that's pretty cool. But at the same time, we need to be able to communicate our message and to be able to be respected in basically what we're saying rather than exactly how we're saying it being the most important thing. It is not the most important thing, by the way, but it is the conduit to getting from A to B, our message across. So why not use language in the correct articulation? It works. Avoid things like mmm, uh-huh, all this kind of stuff. I mean, okay, you wake up early in the morning, you might want to say that, fair enough. But at the end of the day, I know that's late at night, but at the end of it all really though, if you're waking up early, you're going to be able to speak. You're going to be bright. Your brain is awake, so use it. This oh, oh, this kind of stuff, Homer Simpson stuff, leave it out. Why? Because you can learn. Every day is a learning day for you to actually learn more words, use them in your articulation and in your speech. So there are reasons, of course, why we use these ums and ohs, because they're just like placeholders, momentary placeholders. So if I'm just saying things like, well, if somebody asks me, for example, where were you last night? Uh, well, uh, I was, um, oh yeah, I was out. I was doing something. I was with my friend. So you're going to say, oh, oh, ah, and so on. This is natural. So don't criticize ourselves either, but just be conscious of it. That's all I'm saying. You need to work hard because for working hard, you can succeed by being able to work hard, giving your ch yourself a chance of working hard. You're giving yourself a chance to absolutely and utterly succeed. So one example would be Katy Perry. Katy Perry was a wonderful musician, as we all know. However, she was wonderful at communicating as well. And she encouraged her fans not just to work hard, but also to be proud and to celebrate their, well, their bit of hard work. And she said, quote unquote, there is a difference between being humble and working hard to see the fruits of your labor actually blossom. And that is your dreams realized. And she actually put this out on Instagram once upon a time. So there's an example of working hard of why we should work hard. And then there's others, you know, it was like others that have, you know, really claimed this working hard ethic. You just look at someone like Mark Wahlberg and, you know, he gets up super early, works really hard, goes to the gym, answers his calls with his agent and so on, learns his line, gets out there and he delivers stuff on stage or more importantly on movie or film and that's how he is or has been successful another way is give yourself a reward at the end of your work and i mean it give yourself a reward but what is the reward i mean am i going to go and just you know rob a bank that's a reward i deserve it i have worked hard well you could do that if you want but you can also give yourself a reward that is just fitting for what you've done not to go absolutely mad and actually think that you deserve something that, well, you've just attained a short-term goal. Give yourself a reward that is fitting. Like, take a field trip. Go off to somewhere fascinating, like a museum or uh, an aquarium or an open-air market. Okay, you might say, well, you've done this before. 
but have you worked as hard before? If you're choosing to work hard right now and you're putting your head down to do something, you have to realize that you're not going to have time to go to a museum, to go to an aquarium, to go on a field trip every other day. You're going to be working hard. If you're working hard, therefore, these things are going to be more seldom. Therefore, plan them as being the reward for what you actually have attained in your productivity levels, in your work ethic. So remove the bad reward and give yourself that good reward. This is a good way of doing it. Another good way of doing it is to do what you're good at. If you are good at things, you are already halfway there. Believe it or not, there's a million and one people out there who are not gifted like you are. You've been born with sight, if you're looking at this video. You've been born with the ability to hear if you're listening to it. If you're reading it, you have a skill to be able to read. Wonderful. If you're born with something, you have something deeper, something within you that you can share with others. Okay, maybe you've done something for free all your life, but that does not mean to say that there are not people out there that will not pay for you to allow your skill, allow your innate ability to become their willingness to learn. So do what you're good at. Reward yourself in that regard. Do what's already there. Just tap into it. Get it marketable. That, of course, is a totally different thing. But still, it's there for you to do it. Be consistent. Again, what is natural to you? If you have the gift of, say, for example, having long hair, it's just normally the way your hair is. It's impossible. You cut your hair every couple of days and then suddenly, bang, your hair comes back. I mean, say George Best. I remember watching something, one of the greatest soccer players of all time. And he had this innate ability to play soccer wonderfully. But of course he practiced. He also had another innate ability that he didn't discover until his late teens, which was to grow a beard literally twice a day. He could and has actually shaved his beard two, three times a day at times, but yet the beard would continuously come back. So maybe that was an innate gift, another innate gift that he had, as well as the footballing ability. So be consistent with it. Use your consistency and your ability to be consistency will reward you. Because at the end of that, your consistency is going to be good for you. Realize that you are, you know, the person, the person that is essentially the one, the only one that can be in control of this. You can be in control of being essentially what it is you can be. The person that you can be is the man that you can be the best at being. By doing all those things, by being consistent, by using what you're good at, by actually getting out there and being clean, dressing well, dressing to a T, then you're going to actually be successful. Why? Because you're presenting yourself as being that person that you so deserve to be, that best man that you can be. Knowing your masculinity, but be open to your masculine weakness is another one. Why? Why do you have masculine weakness? We all do. None of us are perfect. There is no perfect man. You are not the perfect being out there. I'm sorry to say, if you're going to the gym all the time, you've got big guns, you've got big muscles, if you've got a handsome face, if you're not quite as ugly as me, if you've got all these wonderful things going on, achievements, you've got money, you've got all this thing, life is rosy, you're going to get a kick in the ass soon. Life is not that simple. You're going to get a kick in the ass, be it when you're old or down the road. 
So accept that you have faults. Look at those masculine faults and actually accept them. You are open to weakness. You're just a man. You're indeed not a god. So just be open to them and show that. And remember that also that women are just people too. We are firstly people. You're born a person. Before the doctor or the nurse or the anaesthetist or whoever picks up that beautiful child, that baby that you've become, they don't know the sex, the gender of what you are. They just know you're alive. So women too, they're just people too, underneath it all. There is no rocket science to that. It's the basic law of life. Why? Because essentially, they're born as a baby. They grow up as a child. They come to womanhood in their own time. A lot of this is socially constructed anyway. So why not just treat them like human beings? That is where your weakness lies as a man also. Your masculinity is what it is, but remember you have male weakness. This is where you can tap into being a human being with a woman. Think about it, it works. So there are other things of course, but we're coming to the close of this video. So if you haven't already subscribed, thank you very much if you have, but please do just hit that button. And remember to comment below if you want another video, we can go there. Avoid being lazy though. Remember, a man is about doing and having action. So if you're an action man that we all love, that hero action man many years ago, use it because that action can make you work hard, present better, and you therefore will get better people around you. And that is where the money lies. That is where the money of life lies, the best of life, and where money is not just going to make you a confident man. The first nine things that I've just said are. So go do them. Present yourself properly. Until next time, thank you for watching. If you haven't already subscribed, please do. Until next time, thank you.